0: This is the Epilogue Audio Experience.
1: Ever wondered how your professors feel when teaching the same subjects over and over for years together? So, class boring si lag rahi hai, and you were caught sleeping in the class. But what if one of the days, my professor is boring lag hai, and they secretly wished they could sleep? hello and welcome to the academic chatter special at voice of achievers with me yashika i'm sitting down with a cool professor teacher dean and marketing entrepreneurship enthusiast making sense of college life and life in general a poet at heart and a business school dean dr dwarika prasad Unyal is a serial education entrepreneur professor Unyal has a rich and varied experience of more than 20 years in premier academic institutions in India and Middle East, currently Pro Vice Chancellor at RV College Bengaluru, he served as the Dean at Flame University and Dean Executive Education at I.M. Kashi Uttarakhand. while also having taught students at MICA, SPJN among others. He's a social entrepreneur working with various foundations across Pune, Kolkata and Dehradun and he's also a mentor for the entrepreneurial ventures of his old students. He's conducted workshops and corporate training programs across USA, UK, Africa, Middle East, Japan, you name it. He's a state level table tennis player and plays tennis and badminton with his students in the campus. Also, I should mention that uh, he has asked me to call him Dwari so I will be calling him, Dwari. Welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, uh, Yashika. It's such a pleasure.
1: Now, tell me, Dwari, 20 years of experience. Have
0: you You know, honestly, Yashika, I started teaching when I was very young. Academic researcher at MICA. I was fortunate to start my academic career there. Uh, along with the stalwarts of Indian advertising. So mm. I've... Uh, in close contacts, uh, almost like charanok and Nietzsche Bathe, and learning from Professor Mani Ayer, who was the president of Ogilvy uh, before Piyush Pandey, all sorts of Indian advertising. And because uh, my interest had been into advertising and media and a little bit of uh, marketing and others, it was interesting for me. So for me, teaching became an extension of my own personal learning, a kind of a place where I could test my theories. I could give some exciting, interesting assignments, which I wanted to do when I was a student, but my professors did not give me those interesting, exciting assignments. So what really happens is that, yes, uh, one has to come honestly every time, keep reinventing yourself because every class, every session, every business schools, and by last count, I've taught at forty-five business uh, different business schools, or close to around fifteen thousand students in my life. My goodness. So, so one really has to keep on reinventing oneself so that you bring something new, something of value to the student. You don't want to waste their time. At the same time, you also want to come out of your own comfort zone. Right. You know, if I would have had one template, one notes. One PowerPoint presentation for last 20 years, I'm sure, you know, everybody would have got bored to death <laughs> and people would, have, people would have kicked me out of the classrooms because I wouldn't be relevant enough. So whole challenge in teaching learning is to put yourself in the, in the learner's shoes. And, uh, you know, many years later in my life, I got an opportunity to go uh, and study at Harvard for a short period of time. And one of my professors there, and one of the things he has taught us is that, will you attend your own classes? <laughs> you know, I think that barometer or that benchmark I've always put for myself is that, will I attend my own classes? Thankfully, in the last 22 years, it has never come to me. Of course, there are incidences sometimes wherein, of course, you don't feel as energetic or, but yes there are times there are times when a, when, when a professor gets bored, uh, right. bored of of the, of teaching What do and they it do has they to my so uh, a lot of time what happens is because i've taught mostly in the business school uh, the methodology is more discussion oriented case method oriented and less lecture and theory oriented now a professor like me feeds a lot more on the energy And enthusiasm of the class and if they are not ready or they are not prepared, I get demotivated.
1: How do you sense, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. How do you sense that they are enthusiastic and they are prepared?
0: So the students are already given a pre-reading of today's class a week ago. So there might be a quiz around it or there might be certain discussion around it. Or I would would just generally say, okay, tell me about it. And you realize that nobody is prepared. You know, it's, it's rather better not to teach. So I remember some of the times when, when class is not ready or I have lost my cool, or we've realized that the learning environment is not conducive, then rather not teach that day, that session okay. and do something else, <laughs> like what? something else around it. Like for example, I remembered in Dubai when I was, I was there in Dubai to set up SPJ in Dubai. Uh, there, was a, there was a, very rarely Dubai will have rains, okay? And if there is very beautiful weather outside and you are sitting in an AC classroom looking at the skies where the skies got clouds for the first time uh, in many months, and nobody's interested in learning in the class, you know. Exactly. Sir, sir, bahar chalte hai, kuch karte so I said, okay, let's go. So we went out, we took a walk, we we, we assembled ourselves in, an, in an, an open area, and we start. So I picked up. I, because the subject I teach is marketing and advertising and retailing and consumer behavior. Uh, a lot can be drawn from the life experiences we have around these domains. Oh. So then you, rather than uh, a theory concept, you just pick up from the life experiences the people saying that, okay, let me tell you a story. Yeah. You know, Similarly, I remember at OP Jindal, uh, one day students said, uh, sir, uh, we would want to uh, study the way people used to study in Gurukuls. So I said, Chalo, aam ke ke niche. and uh, we same, same day we, we, went there. We started having similarly, I think a uh, uh, couple of times when, when things permitted at Micah, I actually ended up having my classes on the streets, not inside the Micah campus, which means I could take everybody out in the market. They said, let's go take, you know, take up an auto or a rickshaw, go to a mall, students are walking around me. They're also picking up the cues. We are constantly talking, constantly picking, uh, clicking pictures, picking up cues and others. And then after the whole thing has happened, we, we come back and then we would document our learnings. So what really needs to be there that learning shouldn't stop, learning shouldn't be made you know, a prisoner of a classroom or a dogmatic situation wherein teacher learners are not ready. I've changed the whole narrative and, and it has helped and it has helped. There are, there are stages of learning, Yashika. So, in our scholars, learning ke stages defined hain. So, first Shravan, listening. Okay. okay uske baad bola jata tha ki rato right matlab aapko because shrutiyan hoti hai vedon ki aur shloks hote hain shastra hote hain to smaran bahut zaruri you have to really remember all of that because smaran becomes a very very so remember in your in your, your school times and otherwise uh, remembering things and facts and figures was very very important uh, so smaran lekin jo modern education hai wo yahi tak okay Suno or rato or ferusko Right. right. You reproduce what you've learned and what you not learned, but what you memorized. Right. It's not learning. Now, there are two more stages, which is called manan and chintan thinking and reflection.
1: Beautiful.
0: Now, in original Indian learning environment in gurukuls, this was impressed upon a lot more that you need to do a lot of thinking, which means you are questioning what you've learned. And, and you're doing a lot of thinking around it. So a lot of cogitation happens. And then you then questioning happens. Prashna Uttar, right? questioning will happen. And then your own life experiences around you will teach you that you also have to reflect. So a lot of reflection is very, very critical. Now in a typical education system in India or otherwise, We don't give that time of reflection.
1: I was just going to come there. I was going to come there that space, is it possible to question? Is it possible to reflect? Is is the Chintan and Manan possible?
0: It is very much possible if, if people who are in education system themselves reflect and questions their practice. Now, I am of the strong belief that there are two or three professions people should not enter just because they have an intellect for it. One is medicine because you're playing with people's lives. The second profession I personally very strongly believe is teaching because you might be brilliant writer or you might be a great guy with great scores and everything else and great intellect and you might have degrees and all that stuff but don't enter this profession if your heart is not there in right place which means that you are there for the right reasons of actually helping, facilitating the young minds to ensure that they're not put down upon in life, Mm. but encouraged. Of course, you would sometimes be tough in others, right? Like a typical boxing or a football coach, you need to be tough on the pupils you're training. But at the same time, you are in a position to not to create silos or create the uh, uh, haves and have nots and goods and bads. The whole idea is ensuring that every student learns to the best of his or her ability. It's not funny. It's crazy number which I've interacted with in my life only to realize that 90% of them are not happy what they're doing. They might be making enough money. They might be very, very successful in their lives but they're not very happy doing what they're doing. For the primary reason that that's not what they really wanted to do in life but that life circumstances school system actually put them into a particular path and they ended up doing what they ended up doing
1: this is this is a brilliant point that you bring out key they have they have chosen or they have picked the career path or maybe the career path has picked them while they are making enough money or they are surviving there is something missing how can we solve this at the basic stage
0: you know, I have dealt a lot more with the higher education so I can speak more about it. But I'm also very uh, big critique of the school system we have and for whatever board you come from. So I I, I come from a CBS system called Kendri Vidyalaya or the central school Beautiful. system, you know, and, and, and though they might not be the so-called elite uh, convent uh, model, but the KVs had built in a lot of elements of today what we call liberal education. Right. So today, when I was the dean of Flame, or we were setting up O.P. Uh, Jindal University, so we have, uh, you know, brought in a lot of elements of liberal education in the in the college system. But but a lot of schools in the past, in the 70s and 80s, when I grew up, uh, those schools had KVs had that that concept of liberal education, wherein we were given. Uh, Amazing amount of freedom, flexibility and opportunity to explore multiple dimensions of learning. For example, my school allowed us to have huge uh, interest in humanities, uh, theater, music, performing arts, sports, writing, uh, multiple dimensions of it i had uh, you know remembered the uh, uh, by Bachchan. you know i started writing poetry when i was in grade 4 you know and my school never frowned upon can how come a grade 4 student clear class 4 ka baccha jaake kavita kaise likh sakta teri kya auqat hai aisa nahi bola kabhi mere school right mere school ne bola beta tune <laughs> likha hai kavita stage pe ja aur <laughs> suna ke aa bilkul you know so so that that allows you so and we used to travel you know, my school allowed us with scouts and guides and, and nature camp and everything. so allowed us to travel and explore. So we did mountaineering. We did trekking with school. We did scouts, guides, sports. So I used to be school school's uh, sports captain uh, for table tennis, you know, they allowed us to do all these things and, and allowed us to travel. Right. Now today, my son goes to a very elite school. They would hardly travel once in a year. While okay. we would travel in trains like five times, seven times without our parents, with our friends, staying in remote locations. Uh, uh, I was just going to say, staying in different circumstances, right? non reserved non reserved ticket, but ticket reservation. What do you do? How do you manage ge, seat? A lot of that experiences ideally should be built in In this school curriculum, which is possible to do it, you provide opportunities for students to go beyond studies and collect life lessons around you and look around and see problems around you and then bring those problems back to the classroom. And some of those problems could be a biology problem. Some of this could be a history problem. Some of that could be a sociology problem. Some of that could be a physics physics problem or a mathematical problem and you let them solve that problems in its totality rather than the subject-oriented stuff which we ended up doing uh the new education policy talks about it and i'm very happy that they want to increase include a lot of liberal uh, philosophies in that but you know that's a that's a western philosophy which is essentially repackaged and given back to us Hao salon liberal policy liberal education Bacheko history bhi jati philosophy bhi jati critical thought bhi tha. Right. Now, one of the major challenges at an undergraduate education today, ah. and also to a certain extent in a postgraduate, is that it is very, very conceptual and not practical education, which means the skill component is practically missing if you traditionally look at our undergraduate education.
1: Right. Now,
0: that is critical because while you have created a good human being, by exposing him or her uh, uh, to, to the larger learnings, uh, you also need to train them into certain skill sets so that they are able to monetize those skill sets either through a job or through an entrepreneurial venture. Uh, and that is important. Typically, uh, so, 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 Howard's current dean, Shrikant Datar, uh, uh, is, a, is a brilliant uh, professor. And he's come up with a b- very beautiful model. Uh, typically for the business school, but I feel that it should be for all other education. Okay. And he call it the triangle. So it's a triangle called knowing, doing, and being. Okay. Knowing, doing, and being. So knowing. So all our education system is all about knowing, 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 knowing. Right. Which means all knowledge driven and all those kind of. things. Yeah. Nobody is trying to say that. practice? Mein kaise so, so the doing element of it. So otherwise it happens like you, you're learning fishing uh, through a correspondence course. Ki you've known everything about kya fishing. Yeah, everyone knows about fishing. So how many fish are, how many fish how are, are, how many fish freshwater fish, hota hai, ke, fish hota hai. fishing about You know everything to fish. No, that's not never practical oriented so i encourage a lot of school students including my own son to actually do a lot of internships while do, doing their summers so summer holiday summer holiday homework and you can start learning and working as, as early as you know, you're in uh, uh, you are know, a 10 year old or 11 year old at least practice what you want to learn and do something so I think, and the being part of it, which means knowing self. Today, a lot of people who are so successful, but they can't handle stress. Yeah. They can't handle work-life balance. They can't handle their, their their relationships. Because at our school level and practically zero at our college level, we are we are being trained to discover self, to manage self, to look inside the see you know meditation and others uh, and balancing all those taking care of your mental health understanding self and all those things are soft skills right and and, and they should be given equal importance than the hard skills of knowing uh, a computer science or a coding or programming or finance or anything else everybody the talent is everybody has a talent right you know people are now talent hard work talent everybody works extremely hard right right now how would you become then become successful it's only when you have the mental balance it's only when you know how to manage self how to be self aware
1: hmm. now
0: awareness 70 age who am I? What is my life's purpose? What am I doing? You know, what are my good parts? What are my bad parts? What is it that, what is my role in society, what is my role in the in the in the workforce that, you know, if you're not, for example, if you don't have empathy, uh, you cannot be a teacher. we uh, a beast, lot of times end up selecting people or otherwise purely based on their IQ. Mm. Uh, or now there's a lot more social questions, right? It's a lot more your ability to uh, manage uh, people around you, right? As you move up as the managerial level or a CEO level, 99% is people management, 1% is balance sheet management. Nobody would actively train you, teach you to move in that direction and manage the side of the being, you know? So I think the triangle of knowing, doing and being uh, as proposed by Professor Datar, I, I think that is a good model to look at uh, and curriculum.
1: Very interesting. And that actually brings me to uh, what is uh, the role of the college then, Dwari. Most of the youngsters today are using technology, uh, are exposed to Google, they can go find information. What then is a role of a college? What should they be doing in the years of the college?
0: Uh, on a lighter note, we should close most of the colleges. Most, I'm not saying all colleges. Okay. Uh, because, because they don't serve any purpose. Uh, they've ended up becoming only a degree granting places, uh, which is in America, which is very expensive degree granting. In India, it's random. You know, there are good colleges and bad colleges. See, college is a place uh, where beyond just the learning, you gain two very, very important things in life. First, managing self. Because for the first time from the school system, you out and you're independent. So, you, you learn how to manage yourself whether in hostel or otherwise. Second, you gain best of your friends and a social network which over a period of time will allow you to harness that network for your work, whether entrepreneurship or your work, the two critical, which is where, which are, which are, these two are actually not very emphasized upon. People will talk about great libraries and all that stuff. You know, there is, there are people who are challenging the notion of the four year degree, what people would gain in four year program and all that stuff, you know? So there is an example of Lambda school in us, which is a complete online college, which teaches you very high end technical skills in computer science, data science, and analytics, and they don't charge a fee, Yashika. They're saying, we don't care about degree. We'll give you a piece of certificate, but forget that certificate. We will train you with exceptional skills which allow you to get a job in the market. So because it's technology, it's possible. Of course, it's not possible in many other dimensions. But once you graduate, they will help you get a job which is minimum $50,000 per annum. And then they take 15% out of it. They've broken down the barrier to education to learn and and get skills which are monetizable skills. So the college today need to reinvent themselves about a place, not just a college canteen, hanging out place and making friends, but a real value addition in their lives. The way curriculum has to be designed in a manner that, that students get a lot more problems to solve. If you are not going to the classes, you have some brilliant three years of your life. Don't waste them sitting in college canteens or going to coffees or pubs, or I'm saying do that as well, Mm. but add enough experiences, add enough work around that. So that when you, when you, when you're out in the market, You know, you are relevant and useful to an organization or to self. Pick up skills. And unless you have both soft skills and hard skills, whatever those skills are, you are not employable. Pick up skills which are employable skills or monetizable skills. Use your, uh, you know, pocket money or money from your friends and family and, and bring out three people and do a startup yaar Kuch bhi karo. today with technology with internet connections are so so cheaper on people can start a business with a with a with a google pay account and an instagram account you can start doing it you know things are you should do something and experiment that So hmm. kya hoga saal baad agar aapka startup chal pada se funding aagay, tumne kar liya to tumko ki you have a failed startup CV, you have a great story to tell the recruiter. Correct. So you should be a bundle of life experiences. Right. The third thing students should do, because they have a lot of free time, is to travel around the country. बैकपैक करो कोई खर्चा नहीं होता है बस पकड़ो ट्रेन पकड़ो और ट्रैवल करो 18-19-20 20 हमारे पास तीन प्राइम इयर्स हैं लाइफ के और अगर हमारे पास बहुत टाइम है लाइफ में कॉलेज नहीं जा रहे हो या कॉलेज में ढंग से पढ़ नहीं रहे हो या जो भी हो रहा है तो ट्रैवल करो खर्चा मत करो with the travel, you can actually pick up multiple interesting experiences.
1: So, youngsters, what do you think about traveling?
0: traveling is not an agenda. If you travel, traveling, is not a thing. So, travel a So, you travel, you have a lot of money, you have a lot of money, you have a you 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 pick up those experiences. If you're good at writing, document that. Right? If you're good at photography, create collages around it. If you're good at something, shooting, create a documentary film around it. You know, do gigs. You're at least not sitting at home and, and eating your parents' head. If you're studying well in a good college, of course, you should go to that particular place and learn well. Because that is critical. At the same time, pick up part time jobs. Because Hamaradesh has a problem with labour. Labour respects me. I have to say that 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 to say that I have to say that to College नहीं नहीं कॉलेज जाओ पढ़ाई करो अच्छे, अच्छे कॉलेज में अच्छी पढ़ाई कर रहे हो तो बात समझ में आती है कि चलो वहां पे एक चीज हो रही है जब तुम कॉलेज जा रहे हो कॉलेज बंक कर रहे हो पढ़ाई नहीं कर रहे हो तो इससे बेटर है कि जॉब करो कम से कम वो तुम्हारे सीवी में होगा जब मैं used to pick up a lot of gigs and despite the fact that this is i'm talking about 30 years ago Right. Where India was non-internet, non-Google, non-something, opportunities in a smaller town. I grew up in a very small town called Udaipur, which is no longer as small now. But merit time. It was a small town. You know, pick up, pick up your interest. If your interest is there in creative arts, for example, if your interest is in theater, for example, if your interest is in multiple other disciplines. So it, go become assistant director to somebody, do somewhere else.
1: I'll give you some context to this. You spoke about resume and building a CV. There is this constant question that comes from the youth that focuses on, if every person experience, chahiye, to experience have then experience kahan se ke liye. So what is a good resume?
0: Yeah. So Ajki Tarikma, Logunke Pasme, both Kamelegin, Kam Malika, Kam Karnewale Logni. So Kaibar Ajkalkya a lot of free internships are available. So sometimes people might not give you a job, but they might give you an internships, which means they're not paying you, or probably they're training you to become and all that. A lot of exploitation also happens in that case. So you have to watch out that you shouldn't be there at places which are exploiting you uh, in many, many situations. But it's a it's a trial and error. Nobody will give you anything in platter in life people out there in the corporate world or otherwise are not your parents they don't care about you they are very selfish people for very right reasons which means they unka kaam nikalna chahiye at the same time you also need to figure out something which so agar aapke not skill nahi hai to ek hi perseverance aur never say die attitude and hard work then on you can pick up this kid.
1: Because right.
0: this basic human tenacity, this basic human things. If this is in you, then you can do something. So parents also need to be mindful of the fact that they can't nanny their kids for long and they need to let the and cut the umbilical cord right. sooner than later and have enough patience and enough confidence in their children that if you give your child a good value or decent education, you have to school or college. You have to go to school. You have to go to school. You have to go to You have to go to school. You have to go to school. You So to go to school. You You to go to school. You Right. So name an entrance exam and I had written an entrance exam and failed all of them. I never could qualify. I have realized that I have limitations about certain things. Oh. So rather than crying on those, on those failures, I picked up whatever way, whichever way life came to me and I said, let's make the best of it. Right. So for example, academics has come to me as a, as a surprise. I was not preparing myself to be into an academic life and so on and so forth. I ended up meeting, I was selling computers. Really? I was into retail and and and, Ahmedabad and I ended up meeting Professor P.K. Sinha at, at MICA and uh, he was doing some research on retail and I was doing retail and I have interest, inner interest in reading and writing. He said, why don't you come over? And I like the place. I like the campus. He said, you know, and then somebody's paying me to read books and write something. I was happy. You know, that was my researcher's job. And, and, and that's how when one, one thing led to another, you know, and then I got into teaching because uh, one of the professors left and there was a, there was a gap there and there's nobody there to teach that particular module. And I stepped up and thanks to professor Atul uh, Tandan, who was the director of MICA at that point of time, uh, he allowed me a young guy to without degree, without PhD, it was destiny or something, but it just ended up like this. And then I made it my mine. then I made it mine, you know, But I learned on the way, I learned all those things on the way. Nobody, you know, made me a dean day one, right? I trained myself to both writer, teacher, academician, and then later academic administrator while learning on the job Uh, and took my own risks. In 2022 years of my academic life, I've seen eight institutions, of different kinds, different geographies, uh, different uh, structure. Uh, so those life experiences have taught me very differently. I'm not saying people should take my example and and, and deal with their academic life like that. Right. Everybody chooses their own academic journey or life journey or work journey. But I chose mine to be like this because I'm an experimental guy. I take risks. Right. I am a startup guy, you know, and and all of this. At not that old age, uh, those experiences would would, would have taught me very, very interesting things. So my suggestion to everybody is that life gives you all kinds of opportunities. Pick them up and see what happens.
1: What's an ideal student according to you?
0: Ideal student doesn't exist, it's an oxymoron. (laughs) So for, for me, an ideal student is somebody who needs to be a bad student first okay to know to know what are his or her limitations and then don't focus on those limitations i any anybody will have something inherently they might be good at they should pick that up and work towards it okay now give, let me give you with an example so there are four quadrants, I could call it. Like typically in business school, we call it two by two matrix, right? Yes. I call it the life choice matrix. So there are one variable. There is one variable which call which is I am good at certain things and I'm not good at certain things. Good variable, good at, not good at. Second variable is I don't like doing this and I like doing this. It's much simpler version. It's not guy. It's very simple two by two. Got it. So the first quadrant is I am not good at certain things, but I also realize that I don't even like doing it. <laughs> like for example, a lot of people like it, but majority ke life is my problem. So even if you end up becoming good, you don't like it, right? So and third is you're good at something because you kept on doing certain things. Like I'm an academic administration, right? So I'm Dean and all that. And I ended up becoming good at it. Not necessarily I like it. I, mean, <laughs> I still like teaching more. I still like teaching more, writing more, talking more, right. interacting with students more, rather than dealing with files and administrations and politicians and so on, so right? So, so that is there. The last one is you're good at something and you also like doing things. So for me, I'm, I'm not good at something called acting. I was interested in theater in my life, but I, I didn't get money opportunities. And I left that because I moved into work and life and all that stuff, which means you have to work towards it. Certain things you like it. So I've just did a acting course <laughs> uh, online. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, wow. learn something. So, and then the third part is that you have to realign yourself that you, so if you ask me, right, do you get bored of teaching? Or oh, there are times when you said you don't want to teach. Mm. So there are times when you have to realign yourself in your careers and life and saying that are you really enjoying what the work you're doing? Mm. You might be good at something because you've spent so much time doing it, but are you enjoying it? You know, and then move it towards that direction where you start enjoying it. So 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 a, so a good student is a is a bad word. It should be who should be a good learner okay so i call myself a learner all of us are students of our subjects so i might, i'm not i written might have written a book on retail but you know there are my students who are now ceos of retail companies and i would know 10% of what they know today you know i might have taught them the grammar of retail but today they are the ones who are writing you know uh, big books out of retail you know uh, so that is the lifelong learner which means you shouldn't be having huge baggage or ego Uh, to learn and you can learn from anybody. You know, I can learn from a 10-year-old. I can learn from uh, a Harvard professor. I can learn from a street vendor that you're learning in a typical business school starts when the class ends. The class has given you only a germination of an idea to explore. Class is not the final answer to your question. The class is all about question first. So teaching is all about ensuring to help students ask questions and don't give them any answers because they will figure out the answers themselves. But how will you learn and who will teach you to ask relevant and right questions? That's where the college is needed. That's why a teacher might be needed somewhere. Solutions will emerge out only when you ask right questions. So, when-
1: But I want to ask you this uh, because you have one experienced advertising and marketing as an employee or working on it, and you've also taught it. What, according to you, going forward for students or for individuals taking up any career, what are the top two um, marketing skills that they need
0: to pick up? I think first skill is getting the product right. No amount of advertising and marketing can sell bad product. Which means you have to work on your skills. Work on your knowledge. Uh, You can create best of the CVs only to get a flop in first five seconds of your interview. So get product right, which means work on self. Don't don't settle for mediocrity. So you have to be honest enough and work towards it, which means get the product right. Okay. Second, differentiate yourself. I also realized very early that, that if I don't differentiate myself, nobody will know me. And I ended up becoming some, one of the top four retailing professors, 4,000 marketing professors, but top four retailing professors. And I was among the top two. Secondly, when I moved to academic administration, I realized that people will not hire me because I can run an institute. In okay. running a traditional institute, you can get a dozen a dime because systems and processes are in place. Right. People will hire me because I'm a startup specialist. Okay. I've created institutions from scratch ground up and hence I could differentiate myself because marketing is all about creating that differentiation in the minds of consumers and how do you create that unique positioning and when I moved to academic administration for the last 15 years of my life I've been seen as a startup guy you know so, so and of course you have to train yourself you have to create the product right no amount of differentiation would help if you don't have the product right so you have to identify that value create your product or a service which exemplifies that value and then ensure that you are seen different so that people can even try you out first. Okay, brilliant. So, otherwise, why would people even listen to your podcast? You know, achievers itself is a misnomer. or society looks at achievers, everybody is an achiever in their own right. You are an achiever, maybe I'm an achiever or somebody else is also an achiever, but how do we how do we flip that whole thing and say listeners are the real achievers because they are in a position to really look at life not from the glossy film magazines, but from the real reality of the rawness of what really makes uh, people strive, struggle, but still stand up and say maybe make something out of their lives.
1: What to talking of which, what does it mean to you? What does achievement mean to you? And how should students define achievement?
0: That's a tricky question because I have never seen achievements. But I have set up certain milestones for myself. Smaller milestones. So when I was researching, my milestone was that probably I will get to teach one class at Micah. Once I achieved that milestone, I said, probably, if I can teach a whole course at Micah. Once I've done that, I realized that I can also create new programs. Then, so what you do yourself is that you keep on moving ahead. So once that is achieved, you will look for higher goals, a more challenging work, and For me, the achievement is never be comfortable in your comfort zone, which means change the comfort zone. I think that is uh, uh, what I could see. I I, I don't think the names and designations and the positions are not achievements. I'm a teacher at heart. I would remain a teacher for the rest of my life. Whole idea is to not get overwhelmed by the task at hand, it's like mathematics you break down into smaller equations smaller steps solve one step at a time and 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 move from there uh, if you don't up the bar you are not doing justice to self and don't fall in the normal curve be an outlier
1: would you like to uh, would you like to end with uh, with a few lines that may be relevant for youngsters who are Starting to build careers.
0: I think I I have few lines which I, I sometimes recite and I, I think that's critical. That to fly a ticket To fly a ticket just wings of hope. So you need to have you know uh, wings of
1: hope.
0: What is it? And the wings of hope पकाने के कम नहीं।, नहीं, सोच के को एक चिंगारी चाहिए। सपनों कोड़ने के लिए हवाई So I'm sure this podcast will act as the chingari uh, and uh, 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 to to light up the flames in people's life।
1: Kya बात So happy to have you and thank you for sparing time to share your experiences and uh, talking to us. It was brilliant to have you.
0: (laughs) It was an honor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to share your thoughts and feedback in the comment section. Do rate us on Apple Podcasts if you like the episode. Subscribe or hit follow Voice of Achievers on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts, Hubhopper, Spotify, GeoSavan, Ghana or wherever you get your podcasts from. Send us an email on editor at voiceofachievers.com or find us on voiceofachievers.com to share guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Don't forget to tune in next week again. Voice of Achievers on Epilogue Media.